It's recruiting Wednesday here at Locked On Boston College, and we have some news that you're not going to want to miss. All of this and more on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. I am your host, AJ Black. Happy Thursday, everyone. Hope you're having a great day out there. This is Recruiting Wednesday. I have made this a new weekly segment that we're going to get into recruiting news, something that many of you have been asking about. And I've got some nuggets that you're going to want to know about here on our podcast. So first of all, the biggest news has to be the newest commitment coming into Boston College. Now, after I had recorded the Tuesday episode, uh, BC... Defensive line coach Vince Ogabase tweeted out his good look or yes, Lord, or whatever it is with a whole bunch of eagles and fire emojis and everything. And um, Denzel Washington going boom. I mean, he's going crazy. That's what Vince does. That's how he kind of does it. And unfortunately, after that, it was radio silence, which means we're not going to know who it is right off the bat. Now, luckily, I, my premium users already know who the guy is. But I'm going to tell you right now, put your money down on Brian Sims, or he goes by Mook. Mook Sims, a defensive end from the St. Francis Academy in Maryland. That's the same school that C.J. Burton of Boston College defensive back, who's going to be a sophomore this year, and freshman Jude Bowery, who's gonna, who looks to be uh, one of BC's new exciting offensive linemen, they are both from that school as well. So clearly Vince Ogabase, you know, he's going to get another defensive lineman. That's the third defensive lineman of this class. I know a lot of folks have been asking, you know, what, where is BC going to put a lot of their focus on? They need defensive linemen, and that's going to be their second defensive end. Mook is a second uh, a defensive end, about 240 pounds, 240 pounds 6'3", 6'4". Um, he doesn't have, um, I think he's a three-star recruit with offers from Penn State. That's a good one right there. So, I, he's going to make his decision today at noon and kind of lines up perfectly with announcing that, uh, you know, with Vince going crazy on Twitter. So I think Boston College is going to get another defensive line commitment. So keep your eyes open to bcbulletin.com. We'll break down everything that happens with this commitment. But, you know, nice. We're starting to see a nice flow here with BC because. Boston College recruiting usually gets their guys around this time. It's usually around the to spring football to about mid-July that they go crazy because they get a bunch of kids on campus. They, you know, they get they're getting the guys that are really interested in Boston College. That's usually what they're looking for. They're not looking for guys that, you know, are just out there trying to collect offers. They want guys that want to be at Boston College. So you're going to see players that may not have the most exciting uh Recruiting profile right now, but will be, you know, maybe Brian Sims will get some offers. Maybe Brian Sims, I mean, he plays for St. Francis Academy. If you're listening to this and don't know about it yet, St. Francis Academy is one of the best football programs in the country. Easily one of the best up in the up in the Northeast Coast, uh, up in Maryland. And, you know, this has been a great pipeline that Azar Abdul-Rahim, Boston College's defensive backs coach and assistant head coach, has created. Because St. Francis Academy has put out some great talent. I mean, C.J. Burton's going to start this year. 
Jude Bari is going to start next year. I mean, but, but for everything I've heard about him, he's the new offensive lineman. A mauler. And there's more talent coming as well. Darrell Robinson, the number one running back in Maryland, who has a huge offer list that has offers from Ole Miss, Louisville, um, Penn State, Virginia Tech, uh, you know, all these big programs. He was there, too. Uh, last weekend, and he's from St. Francis Academy, and he was talking on Twitter about how much he enjoyed that trip. So St. Francis Academy is a great program for Boston College to be part um, to be really engaged with. They're a great, great program for them to start to like build a pipeline. Like St. Xavier was always a big one. That's the school that Luke Keekley came from, Stephen Daniels, Sean Duggan. This is a program like up and down the roster, like you're going to get good college pro um, college recruits. So I think that Sims will be the next one on that list. And I, I wouldn't be surprised if BC isn't done with this group yet because they've offered, it seems like it's funny if you follow them on Twitter, every single player on St. Francis gets a BC offer. It seems like, I don't know how many of them are committable, but they offer everybody on that team. And so you'll see more and more players, you know, hopefully coming down the pipeline from that school, uh, coming to Boston College because that you get ta- talent begets talent, right? So we'll see where they go with that. Next, in terms of recruiting news, is Sean Battle, a defensive back from Pennsylvania, three-star with big-time offers from all over the place, has put Boston College in his top five uh, coming into uh, this season. And he has offers from... A whole bunch of schools, but his top five is Boston College, Cincinnati, Nebraska, Penn State, and Virginia. He's going to announce on June 4th. Now, Battle is a big-time one. He was just on campus for an unofficial on March 12th, uh, so he's been on campus. BC could be in good shape with him. You know, whenever there's a defensive back, because of Halfley's pedigree, Lokabu, and Azar Abdul-Rahim, that is a trio that could close on any defensive back. So at this point with BC... It's almost like they're they've offered a a litany of really good defensive backs from around the country, and a guy like Sean Battle may be in their top. You know, one of their guys they'll they'll take. But I don't. I'm not even sure they've offered so many good ones. But when you have a list like you know Cincinnati, who was just in the playoffs, Nebraska, who's a, a powerhouse for years, not anymore, but they were. Penn State, who's a powerhouse, and Virginia, that's a solid top five. If BC can beat out them. That's a, that's a nice win right there on the recruiting battle. So, well, no no pun intended, but that we'll, we will find out about on June 4th. And I want to give you a name to watch for moving forward. That is quarterback from Groton, Ryan Puglizzi, and I apologize if I'm butchering his name. This is a quarterback that is local, has been engaged with BC for a long time. He's been on campus a bunch, and he was just on there again. And if I were to wager the next class of 2024 player to commit, it's going to be him. Um, you know, he's got offers. He's He was offered by Old Miss, I believe. He's got some other, you know, Power 5 offers. But I can just sense, you know, I talked to him. He's really into the staff. He had a great conversation with Jakovic and Emmett Moorhead. I'm going to put that up for premium users, what he was talking with them about. But I like... BC's chances with this. So his name is Ryan Puglizzi. You want to check him out. I think he could be the next 2024. As I just said, Brian Sims, 
I think he'll be the next 2023 commitment. So those that's our recruiting update. Hope you enjoy it. If you like the news that we have here, and I'm always I'm talking to recruits. I'm talking to John Garcia of SI All-American. I'm talking to coaches, everything in between. If you want more information, head on over to BC Bulletin and check that out. We now have on BC Bulletin um, an automatic um, newsletter that comes out. So I think some of you probably already started getting it. That's going to give you a nice digest of everything we talk about you know, on the site. So you'll get all the new articles, everything sent right to your email. It's a nice little feature. I hope you do enjoy that. In a moment, many of you have been wanting to hear Dave Guglielmo, the new offensive, court, uh, offensive line coach at Boston College, talk. And you're going to get to hear what he said during his first press conference on Tuesday. Man, do I love March Madness, but my bracket is completely busted. So you need to head over like I did to Stat Heroes for their NCAA single game pickums that pits star players against each other in an amazing hybrid between fantasy and sports gambling. Take control back from the handicappers that always seem to have the advantage and start focusing on the players you know best with a gameplay that doesn't rely on big spreads, long odds, or funky props. Stat Hero gives you the advantage, resulting in their gamers winning four times more often. Why? Because Stat Hero eliminates the mystery of who you're going up against. Comb through their predetermined lineups that you can choose and go head-to-head. All you need to do is take on the set of players you choose, and it's easy to do, and fast, and you get your sports action fix. This is a simple, sleek gameplay that will have you playing in minutes. So head on over to stathero.com slash locked on and use promo code locked on. Again, that's stathero.com, promo code locked on. Now, this is the time of the year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, and i got to get myself in spring break shape. This year, I am using Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not a resolution, and it's not hard because they I actually do enjoy eating them. I had one right before I started recording. I needed a snack. It gave me the energy I needed to do Locked on ACC and Locked on Boston College all in an hour. Love it. And they have the Puffs. Have you tried the Puffs yet? I've been talking about the Puffs for months now. You need to check it. They're soft, they're fluffy, they're marshmallows covered in chocolate, and they're filled with protein. That's right. They are filled with protein. They're low-calorie, high-protein, and they replace your candy bars with these. They're better, and they're good for you. They have about 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. You are not going to find anything better than that. And they have some delicious flavors. Just pick out which one sounds the best to you. I guarantee you're going to probably like some of the offerings that they have at Built.com. So head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. This is Locked On Boston College. Now, one of the jokes about our show, I know many of you out there have joked about it, is my obsession with the tight end position. And I know it's the double entendre. Uh And I do talk about it quite a bit, but I have a new obsession. It's Boston college's offensive line coach, Dave Guglielmo, who, as we had on Monday's show with Mitch Wolf, our weekly tweet of the week with Dave Googs. Well, it didn't take long for him to actually have his first press conference. And I, uh, you know, I have a day job. I couldn't make it to it. I will be going Saturday. So I'll have a live report for uh, some of the things that go on there. But I did listen to it, and Dave Guglielmo is everything you expected when you listen and read to his read his tweets. He is exactly that dude. Um, and so, you know, credit to Andy Backstrom of Rivals.com, a BC Eagles action, who asked the questions right off the bat. I think it was him. It might have been Rich Thompson with him asking it. But they got right into 
the big dog stuff. And I wanted to, you guys, I know many of you are very interested in your hitting the retweets and likes on his tweets. Um, you're going to want to hear his voice and hear his decision, his discussion on what a big dog is. What does it mean to be a big dog? Oh, it has many meanings. Yeah. Too, too many to list at this moment, but, um, you know, it's, I, I, I equate it to being a, having a big dog sitting on the porch in front of your house. You know, you're a friend, you're a protector, you're a little bit of a, a warning to people. You know, you have to project a little bit more than just do. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes just sitting there and, you know, raising your head is enough to scare someone up. Our, our job is to be what a dog would be to a family. You know what I'm saying? The all reliable, loving, the whole bit. So big dog, it's... It's a special thing. You know, everybody can be a big dog. So there you have it. That's Dave Guglielmo at his press conference talking about what a big dog is. Now, personally, I love listening to him talk as much as I did like listening to his tweets. Um, it, it's not the absurd as absurd as his tweets. I mean, literally on Tuesday, he had a tweet about Frankie Valley being a big dog. I mean, he said Elvis is a big dog. Uh, he had Ed Marquet as a big dog. You know, he's, you know, little dogs as a big dog. You know, he's done all these crazy things on Twitter. But just hearing him talk, I know he's from Massachusetts, but listening to him talk, does he not sound like he's from New Jersey? Like, if you listen to Dave Guglielmo talk, does he not sound like he belongs on The Sopranos? Because he sounded like one of Tony's, and he, I mean, kind of looks it, like he'd be a Tony Soprano uh, associate, right? So I, I was fascinated. I mean, I will listen to him talk about anything and there was questions in there I could care less about like the 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 I, one of the questions was about like Massachusetts offensive linemen and are they gelling together who cares I want to know more about the big dogs and we got the next question which was Andy definitely Andrew Backstrom because I could tell by his voice asking about where it came from and here's Dave about, what was the I don't know just the I don't know somewhere along the line it, it just seemed to fit with these guys you know you, you look at the the type of guy I coach and in this position, I think it's fitting when you, you put them in that category. I mean, they're definitely not little dogs. He was just talking to Finn about the camaraderie. So, I mean, no surprises there. He kind of saw it in the players that he has, and that, that kind of led to it. It was a quick little conversation there, but I, I, I have, I mean, I got to get him on my podcast because I have a, you know, there were two big, big dog questions here. I got about 15. I want to know a lot about what goes into his tweets, what what Jeff Halfley thinks about it, what his players think about it. You know, how did he get Christian Mahogany into being the big dog thing? I, I want to know all about this stuff. But you know, his podcast, I mean, his uh, press conference is a must listen, and I will I'll chop it up and get it up on our site later uh, on Wednesday or Thursday. So keep your eyes open for that. I got a bunch of recruiting stuff I got to get up, but I will. Get most of that podcast. I mean, his comments up so that you can listen to more what he has to say because he does talk about, you know, uh, his experience in the pros and how that impact. And you get more of the fun, like the serious parts. I, I like, I, I as you've heard me say before, I can go to press conferences and get who was it? Brandon, we, uh, Mitch, and I were going to talk about it. It was Brandon Sebastian that said they asked him what he did to prepare for the combine and i believe he said i'm going to run fast and jump high and some sites that is a entire article and i look at that and my eyes glaze over cuz it's like no kidding that's what he's going to do and then you see like i saw clemson uh, writing up a, an article on dj uiagalay 
uh, their quarterback coach not naming him the head coach. I'm like, coaches lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, they're not going to tell you the truth all the time. And that, I mean, if I ask Jeff Halfley if Phil Dracovic's going to start, he he's going to give me a political answer. Yeah, I expect him to, but maybe he won't. Maybe he will. You know, that's kind of what they do. But, man, I was so pumped to hear what Goog says because I love a, a player or coach that talks a little bit off the cuff. It doesn't sound so scripted. He does it. Um, in years past, you know, Halfley does it at times too. He can, when you get him on something that he's interested in and it's not like game film type stuff where other teams could use it, he'll give you, he'll give you some stuff. But Alec Lindstrom, I always thought was a really good answer. Um, and there've been other players too, that really kind of get Zay flowers. I love listening to him talk. His answers are a little shorter, but, um, I want to hear more from Googs. And unfortunately the way that, um, BC sets up their media Really, uh, coverage like during the season, none of the assistants are available. They're doing other things, so you might see him at another practice and at media day. So we got to get him on. We, I, you know, I'm gonna get to that media day and make sure I get more of an interview with him because I want to know more about this big dog stuff and you know see how it. I want to see how it pans out on the recruiting trail too. Now, in a moment, we're gonna go ahead through our news of the day. Uh, BC women's basketball loses two recru- uh, commit uh, not commitments. They lose two transfers. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a little bit more. That's now up to four. We'll talk about Joanna McNamee and her role, uh, her, her current situation with WVU and a whole lot more. Now, without ever expanding numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain and auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait behind the person behind the counter orders the parts for you on their computer when you have a computer right in front of you You can do that yourself. So save time and money when using Rock Auto. You can save up to 30, 50, or even 100% more than those other chain stores or car dealerships. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And they have reliably low prices for everyone. So check out rockauto.com and make sure that you write in Locked On in their How'd You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. If this is your first listen, the first time you've checked out Locked On Boston College, thank you. The best way you can thank us is to go on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Maybe you're listening to this on your computer. Maybe you're listening to this in the car. And remember, podcasts are available in your car. So if you're not used to podcasts, if you have a iPhone, if you have a um, Google phone, anything that's a smartphone, you have a podcast app on your phone. Look up Locked On Boston College. Boom. Hit that subscribe button. All of our new episodes will be sent directly to you. You can listen to this on your way to work every day. You can listen to it on, um, you know, a, a drive to Maine. You can, li- you know, listen to six episodes and crank all those out. Make this part of your daily routine. I'm going to give you all sorts of good stuff about Boston College. I mean, yesterday we had an interview with Jacoby Robinson, BC's new quarterback. We had Googs on today uh, talk, you know, his his press conference. We recapped that. I gave you a scoop on new commitment stuff. Man, if you want Boston College news, this is where you need to go. So make sure you hit that subscribe button on your podcast. And if you know how to do YouTube, hit the subscribe button on Lockdown Boston College on YouTube too. I saw a bunch of you do that yesterday. Love to see a few more do of it do it today. So let's jump over to women's basketball. Now, let's start with the bigger news, which is kind of the head of the program, Joanna McNamee, who is reportedly a finalist for the WVU um 
head coaching job. Now, I've heard mixed things all over the place. And if I were a betting man, I don't think Joanna McNamee is going anywhere. There's a couple of factors in play here. I heard, I talked to Skylar Callanan, who uh, writes for about WVU for SI uh, Fan Nation, and he was telling me, you know, there's a up and coming D2 coach that they're really hot on right now. On top of that, I think as well, BC has a big um, buyout number on Joanna McNamee, and the number I've heard is so big uh, in in terms of like salary for women's basketball. I don't see another team paying it if if that number is true. Um, and I've heard that McNamee likes being in Boston. I mean, Boston, West Virginia, Boston, West Virginia, kind of a hard choice, right? I'm not, no, not knocking West Virginia. I do like West Virginia. I'm going to be going down there for Memorial Day, but I'm just saying like, if you're going to live someplace, which one are you going to choose? But you never know. So I think, I think the odds are stacked against her leaving, but it's still something worth watching, right? Because she's done a nice job. She's had two years now out of the last three where she's had BC on the verge of getting into the NCAA tournament. Now, one year she definitely would have, but BC uh, didn't get a chance to because COVID canceled everything for the NCAA tournament. That sucked. Then last year they weren't that they were kind of middling. This year they were a win or two away. Next year, you hope that they can take that next step, and that kind of leads to our next piece of our conversation, which is BC has been losing quite a bit of. Uh, BC women's basketball has lost quite a bit of players into the transfer portal. We already knew about Jalen Batts and Clara Dickens. Um, Sorry, Michaela Dickens. Why am I saying Clara? Michaela Dickens entering the portal uh, right before the uh, Columbia game. But then just on Wednesday, Tuesday, it was announced that guard Manel Garad was going to enter the the transfer portal. So that's three. And there's been buzz of a few other players as well. And I'm not going to get into their names because they haven't officially announced it yet. But that begs the question, is something weird? Is there is there something foul going on in Norway? I know I'm messing up the Shakespeare quote, but that's where I'm going. Um, and But I, I think this is just the same as what's going on with basketball that's going on with football. And that has to do with the COVID rules. Now, everyone was very happy when players got that extra year because they just basically counted 2020 as nothing didn't count towards any eligibility and it gave players an extra year, but it doesn't seem like the post years after that, the um, NCAA did a very good job of helping schools absorb the roster that they're going to have. I mean, you saw on football, right? CJ Lewis transferred Kobe white transferred, Jelani Galloway. I mean, they lost four wide receivers, and it was because Jeff Halfley had to trim his roster, and they had all these guys that had an extra year of eligibility, and so they he I think kind of saw their role and kind of went into the transfer portal. You saw it a little bit with uh, men's basketball, not so much with BC, but you've seen it with other schools too, and now women's basketball, you're seeing it as well. With men's basketball, it has to do with they had to trim. You know, they probably had to move a few guys to get a guy like Makai Ashton Langford back, right? Now, he was a guy that should have been done if there wasn't a COVID year, but he gets an extra year. Where are you going to fit that when you have four freshmen coming in? You need a transfer. So it's all this, like, roster juggling that they have to do. And I, I'm going to be first. I'll be, I'll be honest with you. I don't know what BC women's basketball recruiting class looks like for next year. But 
if they have a couple of women coming in, they got to kind of figure out how to balance that. And if they're going to have players returning, say if uh, Cameron Swartz wants to come back, you know, they're going to have to figure that out too. So some of these like end of the bench players are the ones that have to end up in the in the portal. Now Dickens and Garad, they're not end of the bench players, but they're kind of in the same length level as like, you know, Kobe White or, or things like that. So I think BC just, this is not like anything bad. It's just, it. I think a lot of teams are doing this. Over 900 players in the men's side in the transfer portal. It seems like the women are doing the same thing. So uh, we'll have to keep wait and see because we'll see what their roster looks like and we'll have to see if Joanna McNamee returns. On tomorrow's show, we'll talk more about BC basketball. We'll talk a little bit about spring football and everything in between. Thank you all for listening. Please check me out at, on Twitter at AJBlack underscore BC or on LockedOnBC on Twitter. Thank you all, and we'll see you again soon.